哈利路亚，愿大家平安。哈利路亚 ，peace to everyone。新年的第一个安息圣日，我们继续以圣殿的门关闭了，跟大家起来学习道理。Today is the first Sabbath for the new year, and we shall use the topic: the door of the temple was closed as our mutual encouragement. 如果没有疫情的关系啊，我们教堂的门应该是开的。And if the pandemic had not occurred, the doors of our church should be wide open. 但是，疫情的关系，我看全球真教会大部分的。会堂的门今天是关的。But due to the pandemic, I believe that Trinity Church all over the world, the doors to the chapel are mostly closed. 这是一个非常特别的时刻。We are in an unusual circumstance. 在使徒时代，有一次圣殿的门也关了。During the apostolic times, there was also an occasion where the doors of the church was closed. 使徒行传的二十一章。Let's turn to Book of Acts 21. 三十一节。Verse 31. 三十啊，三十节。Verse thirty, chapter twenty-one, verse thirty. And all the city was disturbed, and the people ran together, seized Paul, and dragged him out of the temple. Immediately the doors were shut. 使徒行传的二十一章三十节，这里记载。Here in Acts chapter twenty-one, verse thirty, records. 合成的人都震动。The whole city was disturbed. 大家一起跑来。Everyone ran together. 抓住了使徒时代最重要的工人保罗。They seized the most important worker during the apostolic days, who was Paul. 把他拉出了圣殿。They dragged him out of the temple. 然后呢，圣殿的门就关起来了。And immediately the doors were shut. 啊，从此保罗在没有在没有再一次在圣殿传福音。From that time onwards, Paul had never preached in the in the church. 从那一刻开始，保罗就失去他人生的自由。Sorry, from the temple, and from that moment on, Paul lost his personal freedom. 教会。从高增长期进入为啊被动的，还有呢要保护道理的这个时期。From a high growth status, the church has now become、uh, come to a stage where it had to protect itself. 属灵上来说，教会开始艰难的日子。And spiritually speaking, the harsh days of the church came. 啊，真教会一九一七年圣灵亲自降临设立的真教会。The church's church was established by the Holy Spirit itself in the year 1917. 我们享受了头一百年的高增长期。We have enjoyed 100 years of high growth status. 自由传福音时期。We were able to preach the gospel freely. 未来还有多少时间能够自由的传福音，我们不知道。We don't know how much more time we have to enjoy this period of free evangelism. 此刻恩门还是打开了。At this moment, the doors of grace is still open. 但是很快恩门就会关起来。But very soon, these doors will be closed. 早上我们稍微从圣经、从启示录来讲过这个问题。We talked about this point early this morning from the book of Matthew and Revelation. 其实主耶稣自己也有讲。In fact, our Lord Jesus Himself said those very words. 有人就说了，真的是这吗？那么快吗 ？Some people ask, "Is it true that the end days are coming?" 大家不是很高兴的庆祝新年吗 ？Are we all celebrating the New Year festively? 我们看马太二十四章。Let's turn to Gospel Matthew chapter twenty-four. Ah, verse seven. Matthew chapter twenty-four, verse seven. Seven. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Ah, here, Jesus said, "Jesus 来之前会有很多地方会有打仗，还有打仗的风声." Our Lord Jesus said that prior to His second coming, there will be many wars. Or rumors of wars. And from the statistics, we have seen that this has come true. In the last century, we have the most, we have the highest number of casualties of war. Ah, 超过一亿八千万人死亡。Over 187 million people died. Ah, 第二，很多地方有瘟疫。Second, a lot of places are from from pestilence. 因为有打仗的地方就会缺粮。Because there was war, so there will also be a famine. 啊，再来，这里说有 pestilences 啊，中文少翻了这个字，英文还有一个 pestilences， 就是瘟疫。And it also mentioned in this verse that there will be pestilences. 啊，一九一八年西班牙流感。The year 1918, that was the Spanish flu. 啊，死了一很多很多人。Many people died. 然后一百年之后。这个新冠肺炎还没有结束。A hundred years later, coronavirus came, and it's still ongoing. 全球还在燃烧疫情。And all over the world, we are still suffering from COVID-19. 当大家有好消息，听说疫苗发展出来的时候。When everyone heard that the vaccines have come out. 但是又有变种的病毒。We hear 
again that there are new strains of the virus. 到底这个疫苗能不能抵抗变种的，没人知道。Will the vaccine be able to overcome the new strains of the virus? No one knows. 但是有关于疫苗负面的消息却有传出了很多。But we have heard many negative things about the vaccines. 啊，那瘟疫还没结束啊。So the pestilences have still on, are still ongoing. In the end days, we will also, or rather prior to the end days, we will also be experiencing earthquakes. Verse seven mentions earthquakes. Some people say that since the the beginning of mankind. There will always be. There have always been earthquakes. Ah, 以前的地震呢比较少，科学的科学化的记记录。And based on scientific recordings and historical records, there were few earthquakes in the past. 我们看这个图哈。Let's take a look at a picture. 这是第四页的。这个图呢是美国地质学会 U.S. Geological Society 哈所做的记录。If you take a look at the graph, it's composed by the USGS. 他们把一九零零年开始哈、啊、有大地震，就超过六级大地震，六到八级的记录起来。And here is a record of the number of earthquakes in the magnitude of six to eight since nineteen hundred. 小的地震他们就不记录了。They they're not even bother with the minor earthquakes. 六级以上的算是大地震。Magnitude six and above are considered major earthquakes. 啊，如果八级。那都是灾患、灾难性的这个大地震。Magnitude eight and onwards is considered catastrophic. 这个图啊，你自己在网上也可以找到，这个不是捏造出来的。You can also find this particular graph, uh, on the website. 从一九零年开始，一直到一九九零年代啊，它的这个每年的六到八级的大地震呢、啊，不超过，你看这个图呢，不太超过十个。If you take a look at the graph carefully, from the year 1900 to the year 1990s, you will notice that earthquakes measuring magnitude six and above are no more than no more than ten per year. Ah, 但是从二零零零年之后呢，超过六级大地震的数量啊，突然间攀升了很多。But starting from the year 2000, you will see that the number of magnitude six and above earthquakes rise rapidly. 每年在世界各地所达到的次数呢，超过三十到四十个。And every year, all over the world, we see that there are over 30 magnitude six and above earthquakes. This graph only shows up to the year 2008. That after that, the earthquakes are more and more frequent. And we know that until 2020, these earthquakes are getting more and more frequent. Now, let's take a look at another picture. 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 And we can definitely feel these. 还有全球的各种灾祸，另外一个图第五页，就是全球的各种的灾祸的数目也是越来越增加。If we take a look at the next slide, it shows that natural disasters are occurring more often. 包括火山爆发，包括淹水，包括台风，包括这个山火。These natural disasters include volcanic activities, landslides, extreme weather events. Flood or droughts. 总数加起来呀，也是从比起七十年代、八十年代啊，也是越来越增加。If you take a look at the total number of occurrence recently, they are definitely more than those in the 80s and the 90s. 所以这都是告诉我们呢，主耶稣来的日子越来越近了。This these tells us tell us that our the coming of our Lord is closer. 所以也是代表说，恩典的大门也快要关了。It also means that the door to grace is closing. 主耶稣要准备要来了。最靠近的时候，你就没有办法信主。And our Lord Jesus is coming. The closer He is, the less likely you will have the chance to believe in Him. 好，那么今天下午我们再来讲，趁着恩门还没有关，我们该当如何 ？So this afternoon we're going to discuss what we should do before the gate to grace is closed. 此时此刻，我们绝对不是庆祝啊、放松啊、享受的时候。At this very moment, it is not a time for us to celebrate to let loose of ourselves. 这个时候，如果我们知道此时此刻的紧张的情况，我们更要警醒。If you understand the seriousness of this moment, you should be alert. 首先，在我们从挪亚的时代来参看当时挪亚是怎么样面对。Let us take a look at how Noah faces times. 挪亚的时代也有个恩典的门。During the time of Noah, there was also the gate, uh, the door to grace. 恩典的门就是方舟的门啊。The door to grace is the gate of the ark. 我们看创世纪第六章。
Let's turn to Genesis chapter six. 六章的十三到十六节 Genesis chapter six, verse thirteen to sixteen. 13, and God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. 14, make yourself an ark of gopher wood, make rooms in the ark, and cover it inside and outside with pitch. 15, and this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, its height 30 cubits. 16, you shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it to a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side. You shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. 在挪亚的时代啊，神准备要毁灭的世界。During the times of Noah, God wanted to destroy the whole earth. 这个时候，神才创造世界不久啊。And during this time, God had just completed His creation. 但没有几百年。It was only a few centuries. 但是，因为人犯了罪。However, humankind had sinned. 败坏的很快。And they were、uh, corrupted. 当人的心中没有神的时候。When the heart of man does not contain God, 所有的行为都是败坏的。All their actions were corrupted. 还有他们心里面的意念也是败坏的。And the thoughts in their hearts were also corrupted. 所以神很伤心。So God was very upset. 也很生气。And he was angry. 所以准备要用洪水来毁灭世代。And he planned to destroy the world with flood. 但是他看到地上有一家人，他有一个人，他特别不一样。He he saw a family on earth that is different. That is Noah and his family. He was a man. In the eyes of God, Noah was a righteous man. So God wanted to God wanted to save him. And including his family. So through revelation, God said to Noah that you shall make yourself an ark. Verse fifteen tells us the dimensions of the ark: three hundred cubits by fifty cubits by thirty cubits. 方舟原文这个字不是船，跟船一点都没有关系。The word ark does not refer to a boat. That in fact has nothing to do with a floating device. 方舟这个是字啊，跟月柜是同一个字，这是一个箱子的意思。The word ark is likened to the ark of covenant, which means a box. 四四方方，这是一个箱子。A rectangular box. 啊，所以它的尺寸三百乘五十乘三十。That is why the dimensions three hundred by fifty by thirty. Ah, 但是中间呢，它旁边一定要有一个门。And on the side, there has to be a door. 为什么一定要有门呢 ？Why should there be a door? 没有门，人就进不去了。Without a door, no one can enter it. 动物也进不去。The animals couldn't enter. 所以一定要有门。That is why it must have a door. 但是只有一个门。However, there is only one door. 这个门就是要逃避毁灭、逃避神的审判的一个门。This door is the very gate to escape from the destruction of God. 那到底这个方舟有多大 ？So how big exactly is this ark? 这个方舟啊，比一个美式足球墙啊还还还长，差不多一个半美式足球墙那么大那么长啊。So the ark is about one and a half the size of a football field. 啊，那它的宽度有七十五尺。And its width is seventy-five feet. 高度有四十五尺。Height is forty-five feet. 那如果以今天在一台飞机旁边比起来，是比飞机还大。And if you and it's actually bigger than an airplane. 啊，跟今天很多的潜水潜水艇啊，比较大的船呢，差不多长。It's about the same size as one of the biggest ships of today of modern times. 但是这个方舟很特别。This ark is very special. 当时也许可能有别的船。Perhaps in those days there were other floating devices. 也许，但我们不知道。We don't know. 但是呢，只有方舟可以在洪水当中存留。Yet only the ark was survived the the flood. 因为这个设计是神的设计。Because it was God who designed the ark. 如果以人的设计来说啊，这个不是很好的设计。If a human were to design the ark, it is not of a good design. 哪有人盖船盖到一个箱子这样子的？ Who would construct a floating device the shape of a box? This, as as man's aerodynamically speaking, is not right. Um, if you if you think about aerodynamically speaking, it's all wrong. But from God's perspective, this floating device does not need to be a boat. It needs 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 to be a boat. The Titanic is about three times as long, or rather as high as an ark. Titanic's height is the length of the ark. 
And the length of a Titanic is twice of that of an arc. 宽度差不多。The width is about the same. 但是 Titanic 是更坚固的，它是用钢来做。Titanic is made of steel, so it is uh firmer than the arc. 钢就是用木头做的。The arc is made of wood. 所以 Titanic 更大更强。So Titanic is bigger and stronger. 当 Titanic 盖好的时候，有人说啊，这个要神都没有办法让它沉啊。And when the when the Titanic was constructed, there are some people who say that even God cannot sink it. Because it had been specially designed. If there is one spot that was uh that has been broken, allow water to come in. Its other two chambers were independent. So water will be sealed up in that specific chamber. That is why people boasted that even God cannot sink the Titanic. But God does not like a human to boast. Everyone knew that the Titanic sank on its maiden voyage. Anything that a human boasts cannot stand in the in, in before God. 没有风浪，没有风浪，都都站不住。Even without a storm, the Titanic was not able to withstand the voyage. 这个挪亚方舟很奇怪的设计，用木头来做，竟然在大洪水当中啊，可以生存，可以稳定的存在。The Ark of Noah was made of wood and is able to survive or sustain the the um the beatings of the waves. 这个是一个极大的神迹。This itself is a miracle. Ah, 那个方舟的门就是代表恩门。The door to the ark is the gate of grace. 如果在洪水来之前，你有办法进入这个恩门，你就得救了。If before the flood comes and you're able to enter into the ark, you are saved. 好，那这个代表什么 ？What does it represent? 要恩门关闭之前，我们要做什么 ？Before the door is shut, what should we do? 第一点，我们要赶快进入方舟啊。First, we should immediately make it into the ark. 赶快进入恩门啊 Enter through the door of grace. 那这个末世的方舟代表什么 ？And what does the ark of the end days represent? 就是得救的真教会啊 It symbolizes the one true church. 它跟圣经里面方舟的特点完全一致 It has the same same special characteristics as the ark. 方舟啊是按照神的启示来做的。The ark was constructed based on God's revelation. And Noah did not design it himself. It is God who revealed to Noah to build an ark. The true church is also established through God's revelation. In 1917, there were already a lot of Christian denominations. They loved the Lord dearly and they were also fervently evangelizing. But the truth itself had uh, had been corrupted. 没有真理了，没有完全的真理了。The the gospel is not a hundred percent true anymore. 所以神启示早期的工人得救的要道，给他们知道。So God revealed the uh, vital teachings of the true church to the early workers. 要他们传真理，要更正万国。That they have to preach the truth to rectify. All the other nations. 还有，你看呢，真教会的啊，这个末世的呃，挪亚的方舟的尺寸呢是也是神给的。And the dimensions of the ark was revealed by God. 比例也是神神定的。It is God who revealed the ratio. 曾经有科学家用方舟的比例来真的是做一个船的模型。There were scientists who indeed built an ark based on the dimensions of of the ark. 在实验室里面用这个流体来测试它的稳定程度。And they have tested the stability of the ark in a lab. 这个发觉啊，这个比例啊，连几十米的巨浪啊都没有办法把它翻倒。And they realized that even waves of hundreds of feet high is not able to overturn the ark. 它是站立得住的。It's able to float steadily. 因为神的话就是真理。The word of God is truth. 真理是可以站立得住啊。And the truth is able to stand firm. 同样在末世当中有很多的教派。And in the end days there will be a lot of Christian denominations. 但是很多都是遵守人的遗传。Yet they are all keeping the the will of man. 在神的审判的时候，就站立不住。And in the eyes, and in the judgment of God, all these will not be able to stand before God. 还有在当时挪亚的时代，你要得救，一定要进入方舟。And in the days of Noah, if you want to be saved, you have to enter into the ark. 方舟就是神的慈爱。The ark represents the grace and love of God. 神还是爱人。God still loves everyone. 只要你愿意进方舟 ，as long as you're willing to enter into the ark， 不管你是谁，你只要进去，你命一定保得住。
no, regardless of who you are, if you enter into the ark, your life will be safe. There is no other way. This is the only way. Similar today. In the end days, if you want to be saved, you have to enter into the true church. During the days of Noah, there is only one ark. In the end days, there is only one true church. These are very clearly stated in the Bible. And today we want to stress that the door of the ark is the door to grace. And let me ask you, who shut the door of the ark? Is it Noah who shut the door? That's in the Genesis chapter 7, verse 16. 16. So those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Here it says God instructed Noah to enter. The animals went in. And it says in this verse that God commanded him to enter in, and then he shut Noah in. The ark belongs to God. And whoever God wants to save, they will be saved. Before this door opens again, anyone can be saved. But God has his time. When God feels that the time is up and it's time to close the door, then God shut Noah in. And it is actually God who closed the door. This is an enormous grace. And it's also a big reminder to all of us. Today, if you do not seize the opportunity, if God had closed this door to grace, you will not be able to get in. This is very serious. It's not that you can decide the time for you to believe. It's not for you to decide when you want to be baptized. There's some people who have seek the truth for a long time but refuse to be baptized. They often say that wait until I'm retired, wait until I'm old, or wait until before I die. I still want to enjoy my life. I want to be free. And we all know that the more you procrastinate, the more chances that you have passed up. We have heard testimonies. There's some truth seekers that they should really seize the opportunity to be baptized. But they kept procrastinating. They thought that they still have the future, they still have tomorrow, they still have next year. However, accidents happened. And they departed from the world. Everyone felt sorrowful. Had that person seized the opportunity last year to be baptized, it would have been good. Take a look at us now. How long will this situation continue? We don't know. Uh, we don't even know when our next evangelical service can be held. And if you claim that you want to be baptized, how are you going to conduct that? If you want, you want to believe today, but you're not given that chance. Because the church is closed temporarily. That is why we have to seize opportunities. If you are still alive today, this is an opportunity God has given you. You should immediately enter into the ark. Repent immediately, seize the opportunity. We thank God that we have over 10 people who were baptized last year. But this year, so far, our evangelical work has come to a stop. We're not able to conduct evangelical fellowships. So if you take a look, things are very um, um, dull right now. However, if a window opens up, we should seize the opportunity. Second, members within the Lord have to repent. And 
and this door to grace is not closed yet. So not only true seekers must take opportunity to enter in, members also need to repent. We often say that those who have not believed must repent. We felt that we have been saved. Let's turn to Matthew 25. Matthew 25, verse 10. 10. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Here's the parable of the ten virgins. We all have read this. The kingdom of heaven is likened to ten virgins. They all have an oil lamp in their hand to welcome the bridegroom. This is recorded in chapter 25, verse 1. Who are the virgins? These are members who believe in the Lord have been baptized into the true church. Who's the bridegroom? The Lord Jesus Christ. And for all of us who have been baptized into the Lord, we are all waiting for our Lord Jesus to come. Ten virgins represents everyone who has been baptized into the Lord. Two. Verse 2, now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Among the members, about 50% were considered wise. But five, the other half, were foolish. And how can we discern who's wise and who's not? Three, those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. So the foolishness of the foolish virgins thought that they have brought enough oil with them. And these people considered, um, they, they thought they were clever. They thought they were smart. They would say to themselves, the bridegroom should come at the right time. We should have enough oil. He should be here anytime soon. Why make so much effort? There are some people, uh, when they gas their, their car, they won't gas until the, the lights came And for those who are more conservative, they would gas up their car when they have only 50% left. And some people will say, why would you want to gas up when your, your tank is 50% empty? Uh, all these weights will cause you to spend more gas. But, other, but they will answer, I'd rather be careful and be cautious. I don't want to be stranded on a highway. The foolish ones are those who consider themselves to be smart. They are the ones who would be looking for fuel for gas station when the fuel light is on. They thought that we, I have enough gas, so why should I make all that effort? So they would say that I am fine, I should have no problem being saved. If Jesus were to come today, of course you'll be fine. But if the Lord Jesus delayed, and the virgins waited for a long time for the bridegroom to come. Verse 5, but while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. It's okay to take a nap. Problem is, do you have the oil? When the bridegroom does come, everyone has to get their lamps ready. Verse 8, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. For our lamps are going out. So who are the foolish members? Those who are not alert and prepared. When they were first baptized, they were very fervent. They read the Bible, they prayed often, they come to services. And their lamps were very bright. And they take part in holy work and serving the Lord. Think about it, when you were young, were you like that? When you, when you just received your Holy Spirit, was your lamp very bright? When you begin working for the Lord, is, 
art is your heart very fervent. 每次聚会你都不会缺席。And you will always be attending services. 但是时间久了。But as time passed. 我们呢，信仰低落了。Our faith dwindled. This oil is getting less and less. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less and less often. Seventh, this lamp is almost dead. The Holy Spirit is filling us less Your conduct no longer resembles a Christian. You 已经不能为主发光了。You can no longer shine for God. 你跟没有信神的人没有两样了。You're no different than the Gentiles. 你心中已经不火热了。There's no fire in your heart anymore. 你的灯啊，奄奄一息啊。Your lamps are about to go out. 我们的灯是不是这样子的 ？Is that the condition of our lamp? 如果我们是愚拙的，我们的灯就是奄奄一息。If we are the foolish virgins, then our lamps are going out. Oh, this foolish one thought that they were smart and said to the wise, "Give us some of your oil." And the foolish thought that they were smart and said to the wise, "Give us some of your oil." This foolish one thought that they were smart and said to the wise, "Give us some of your oil." And the foolish one thought that they were smart and said to the wise, "Give us some of your oil." What does it mean? Faith. 到最后，你能不能得救？能不能被主接纳？自己顾自己，自己负责。It means that your faith to the very end it comes to down to the individual. You have to take care of yourself. 你妈妈没有办法带你进天国。Your mother cannot take you to heaven. 就算你爸爸是长老啊，也不能拉你进天国。Even if your father is an elder of the church, he cannot bring you to heaven. 你太太很热心，但是你自己这个样子，你也不能进天国。Your wife is very fervent for the Lord, but you are not. He, she cannot bring you to heaven. 真的，圣经越看越懂，就是信仰自己顾自己，自己负责自己。And the more you read the Bible, the Bible, you should come to an understanding that faith is individualism, that you have to take care of yourself. 你不能说，哎，传道，到时候给我一点油啊。我说我也不够啊，我也要求主耶稣帮助。You cannot come to the preacher and say, preacher, give me some of your oil, because I will say to you, I don't have enough for myself. 别人怎么样不会影响你。What the others do will not affect you. 你自己要准备油。You have to prepare oil for yourself. 如果在正常的情况啊，恩门还没有关闭，那应该还是可以买到油。Under normal circumstances, if the door to or the gate to grace has not been shut, you should be able to get some oil. 买油就是参加讲习会啊。To buy oil means you attend seminars. 还好读圣经。You read the Bible. 多多聚会，把油充满。You and you attend services so that your your lamp is all filled up with oil. 正常情况加油不难。Under normal circumstances, it is easy for you to get oil. 就是如果你还有时间的话。That is, if you still have time. 但是那个时候有没有时间呢 ？But in those days, is there time? 第十节。Verse ten. 他们去买的时候，新郎到了。While they went to buy, the bridegroom came. 新郎到就是主耶稣来了。The bridegroom came, meaning our Lord Jesus had come. 那时候他们很怕了，知道说不行了，不行了。And they were very afraid. 世界快末日了。The end of the world is coming. Wow, that! 赶紧，我要赶紧补一补我的信仰啊。Then I should um try to catch up in my faith. 我要悔改啊。I want to repent. 我要重新得力啊。I want to be revived. 好，他要去买油了。So they have to go out to buy oil. 结果他出去的时候，门就关了。And while they were out, the doors were shut. 哇，这句话非常的警醒警戒。This is a warning. 他们出去买的时候，门就关了。They, they, when they were Out to buy oil, the door was shut. Our Lord Jesus will never say, "Take your time, I'll wait for you." Today we are all full of love. If you can't come this time, that's all right. You can still come next week. You haven't repented yet. That's fine. Repent next week. When the door to grace. Is shut. You have no opportunity. So when the when God shut the door to the ark and you are outside, you have no opportunity. So when God shut the door to the ark and you are outside, you have no opportunity. So when God shut the door to the ark and you are outside, you have no opportunity. So when God shut the door to the ark and you are outside, If you have not repented, ah, 做了得罪神的事情 ，or you have offended God， 或者信仰非常的低落 ，or that you are at you are at pet pet bottom of your faith， 那赶紧呢要悔改进恩门。
then you should immediately repent to enter through the door. Let's turn to Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13. Verse 25. 25. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will answer and say to you, I do not know you where you are from. Here our Lord Jesus mentioned again about shutting the door. We have to read this starting from verse 22. And the Lord Jesus was preaching the gospel all over, all over. Verse 23. And then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? Why would he ask this question? Because this person observed that it seems to be very difficult for one to believe and be saved. And so at the very end, would there be very few people who are saved? Verse 24. Strive to enter through the narrow gate. And last week on Wednesday evening, Deacon Matthew gave you the topic on this. Our Lord Jesus is not answering the question directly. The question was, are there few who are saved? And Jesus answered, strive to enter through the narrow gate. Our Lord Jesus did not answer the question at all. Why? Because our Lord Jesus told us, whether there are a lot of people saved or very few people are saved, it has nothing to do with us. You don't have to know the answer. How many people are going to be saved? It is up to God. And how many is not up to you? But there are some things that you have to do. That is, you have to strive to enter through the narrow gate. So prior to the closing of the door of grace, members should strive to enter through the narrow gate. Do not think that you have believed in the Lord, you have entered through the gate already. No, you still have to walk on this narrow path. Strive in the original text has a very violent meaning that you have to squeeze through. And the door is already very small, but you said, I'm still going to uh, go through it. And the door is so small, I have, if I have to diet, I will diet to get in. Because if I cannot enter in, I will not be safe. I have to change myself to enter through. That is the meaning of the word strive in the original text. The door of grace is for those who strive. And it says here a narrow gate. And verse 24 says to enter through the narrow gate. There is only one gate. That is, there is only one gate for salvation. So today we must seize the opportunity to change ourselves. Let us recall in the year 2020, have we worked hard for our faith? That is, you did your utmost best in faith. How much time have we spent on our career? And you have a business, you have to open the door so that you can do business every day. And now that the situation is so bad, even if you open the door to do business, you may not make a transaction a day. However, if you don't work hard, you will definitely fail. And if you are a student, if you don't study, you will not get good grades. And the year 2020 has passed. Did we strive hard? And most of the time we were spending at home, have we truly studied hard? Have we read the Bible? Well, have we prayed to the Lord fervently? If you're not focused 
when you are um, attending services at home. You were walking here and there. Uh, you would be drinking water, going to the bathroom, or uh, playing with your cell phone. And you're not focused in your prayers. Then we haven't strived. So we have to strive to enter through the narrow gate. Third point. We must preach the gospel before the door of grace is closed. Let's turn to 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. Verse 2. Preach the word, be ready in season, out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Here Paul encouraged Timothy. Preach the word. Uh, regardless whether it's in season or out of season. What does it mean by in season? That is, no matter how, uh, you may be preaching casually, but a lot of people would still believe. Book of Acts chapter 1 to chapter 24, it is in season for preaching because many people came to believe in the Lord. And Peter gave one sermon and 3,000 came to baptize. That is an easy preaching. Sometimes it, it is out of season. That is, it's very difficult. And starting in Acts 21 onwards, Paul was preaching before government officials to the judges, the magistrates, and no one believed him. And people were mocking him, saying he's crazy. And it was indeed very discouraging for Paul. If you take a look at his numbers um, of, of his efforts, you will see that it was terrible. And if you take a look at all the preachers in the Bible, Paul is probably not the one with the worst results. Uh, you can take a guess who had the worst results. Uh, it's Noah. Why is he the worst? It took him almost a hundred years to build the ark. He was preaching at the same time also for about a hundred years. So how many people believed his warning? Zero, no one. And people were saying that it's not even raining. Um, where's the flood? And you are a crazy man. Why are you building a giant box? And Paul, uh, Noah was um, preaching and, and warning the people every day. Yet the result is zero. Nobody believed him. So he is the one with the worst evangelical results. But God did not blame him. Because it's not something that Noah can control. The work of Noah is to build the ark and, and heed warnings to the people. And whether there are people who believed in him, whether there are anyone who enter into the ark with him, that is not his problem. And today, the door is not closed yet. We still must preach. If any friends you have, any relatives you have, you should preach to them a right way. And tell them to go onto the church website to listen to the sermon. If they're willing to have an online session, um, a conversation with the church, we are happy to accommodate. But everyone must realize that this is out of season. But regardless, we must still preach. Finally, the fourth point. And prior to the closing of the door, we have to save our own family. Let's turn to First Peter chapter three, verse twenty. First Peter chapter three, verse twenty. Verse twenty. 
Who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long suffering were waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being, was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight souls, were saved through water. In those days, Noah was not able to save anyone except his own family. So, um, only eight souls were saved through the water. That is Noah and his wife. His three sons and three daughters-in-law. The, the ark was very big. It can accommodate a lot of people, but only eight went in. So, Noah was still successful. Because he at least saved his own family. And in this time, at this time, who do we... Um, uh, place more emphasis on. We should place emphasis on our children's faith. It's not how much um, uh, achievements they will have accomplished in the world. Because those will all pass. And when the water comes or when the flood comes, regardless of how much land you have, how many houses you own, all this will pass because when our Lord Jesus comes again, we can't we cannot bring anything of material. We're not telling you to not allow your children to study. They should still work hard and go to school. But what is more important? When you have to make a decision, what is more important? Faith is more important. Would it happen that you are in the ark yourself, but when you look out the window, your children were floating on the water? If Noah was in the ark and he looked out and saw his sons are dead and floating on the water, how do you think he would feel? In the future, it will not be by water, but by the world will be destroyed by fire. So while we still have the time and we still have influence over our children, we should establish the faith of our children. This is the most important thing right now. Finally, I to share a testimony with you about a sister. She was a member of the true church. But for a long time, she had doubt about the true church. She would also attend uh, activities of other denominations. And she loves to listen to the sermons of, from the uh, pastors of the other churches. And after she attended those services, she would come back to, to our church and tell, members, and tell our members how good the other pastors were. And she was also telling us how bad Church's church was. We can't compare it to others. When our church preachers went to tell her that she shouldn't do this, she refused to listen. But our Lord Jesus loved her very much. And how did he turn her around? And one night, the sister had a dream. In the dream, she felt that it was the end of the world. As if our Lord Jesus is coming. And fire was burning everywhere. A lot of the buildings were on fire and also collapsed. At this time, she saw that many of the churches of the other denominations were burnt or were being burnt. These are the churches that she had been before. And there were other churches that she knew of but hadn't been to been there, and they were also on fire and burning. She was very afraid. She's looking for a place to escape to. But where can she go? She looked up a mountain or a hill, and there was a small church. A very simple, um, very uh, um, broken church. It was made of wood with a cross on it. And there was some light coming from the windows. 
And she said to herself, I should immediately run up the hill to that church. And when she reached the chapel, the closer she was to the chapel, she saw that in front of the door there was a label and a sign that says True Jesus Church. And she was very happy. And she said to herself, Isn't this my church? I should go in immediately. And so that I can avoid all these fires. But when she wanted to go enter in, she realized that the door was locked. She was very scared. And she was knocking. And she was yelling, Open up, let me in. But there was no sound from the inside or no one to open the door for her. She was very afraid and she was screaming. She said, Lord, forgive me, my actions in the past were wrong. Please let me enter into the church. Because this is the only safe place. But there was no sound. The door was not open. And she was screaming until she was out of out of she was out of strength. And the fire was burning under the hill, and she can feel that the fire is approaching. She knew that she was about to perish. Just as she was about to give up. And she, she heard the gentle voice of Jesus saying to her, You are only given one minute. You are only given one minute. Oh, she heard it. She all of a sudden had some hope. And the door slowly opened. She got up and quickly ran in. When she went in, the door closed again. And she, and she entered into the church and saw a lot of brothers and sisters. There was light in there. It was very peaceful. Everyone was singing hymnals and praying. They were all waiting for the Lord Jesus to come to them. She was relaxed. She was very happy. At this time, she woke up from her dream. She was sweating. And she realized, oh, the Lord Jesus did not truly come yet. This is only a dream. It's a reminder from the Lord Jesus. You are given only one minute. That is, this door is only open to you for a minute. Now, our Lord Jesus is still giving us that minute. Our Lord Jesus will come. This is not a joke. If our Lord Jesus doesn't come and there is no end of the world, we can throw this Bible away. And for, uh, for thousands of years, no one dared to deny the Bible. Because our Lord Jesus will definitely come. Now we are probably left with that one minute. And this gate of grace is only open for a short while. Especially for us long-term believers. We are still outside of the door. We thought that we are inside the gate, but in fact we are outside. Our heart is still outside of the gate. And our conduct is the same as those people who are outside. While the door is still open, let us enter it immediately. Please sing him. Number 87. 